News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Of card payments, the days of dropping coins into a tip jar are gone with on screen digital options that can somehow increase gratuities, but at what cost? That's the title of an article this week from BBC News. And Brendan Kelly, Professor of Psychiatry at Trinity College in Dublin and author of Asylum Inside Grange Gorman, joins us. Um, Brendan, have the, the, the sort of the, the tapping for a tip, has it changed our relationship with giving a tip? It has changed the amount of the tip, the relationship with giving a tip and the relationship with the server or the, the, the waiter or the waitress or whoever is asking for the tip. It, it, has, it has shifted the entire process very considerably. Apparently, we give more, on average 11% more than we used to. But perhaps most the most important shift has been the move from a tip being something done out of generosity to being something done out of guilt. It is very hard to skip over those little buttons they ask us to press with 20%, 10% or skip tip. Okay, so so, so more of us would, I, I, I'm presuming, are tipping and tipping higher. So so is it good then for the, the server? Uh, but but interesting that we've moved from generosity to, to guilt. Feeling generous is something that we quite like. We like quite like when we feel generous and magnanimous. It makes us feel good about ourselves. Feeling guilty is a bad emotion. Yes, it's quite different. So, so I mean, tipping was never particularly about quality of service. It was always about a feeling of control, a feeling of magnanimousness, as you put it, maybe even a feeling of power and generosity and giving. Um, and that shift is, is, a, is a very big one. And the technology does this in lots of ways. It nudges us to tip in the first place, but also the options as presented tend to anchor us. It's called anchoring. Um, we, you know, no, nobody wants to pick the lowest possible percentage. Nobody wants to press skip. And we do tend to default in a small but significant panic. We default to the highest option, be it 20 or 25%. And that, that produces dissatisfaction. There is research evidence that consumers are less happy following this so, kind of tipping. So we, are, we, we like tipping less than we used to, but we're tipping more than we used to, although maybe that's why we like it less, because we're also, we feel coerced, but we're also tipping a higher amount. Does that sort of mean that we, obviously that, that this all speaks to the psychology of us, but uh, does this sort of mean that we are very easily manipulated? <laughs> We are very easily manipulated. We know from research prior to this that we tipped more when the server smiled, when they complimented us, if they crouched down to eye level to talk to us, or if they put funny little smiley faces on the bill. We also knew we tipped more when we used credit cards rather than cash. Um, but the elect- shift to electronic has changed that relationship because we, it is being put up to us now. Previously, we used to effectively say, yes, we decide to tip, but now the default is to ask us and we have to say no if we want to say no. The other really interesting thing about tipping is the option to tip before the service has been provided, particularly for online deliveries, where they ask for a tip when you don't know what the service is going to be like. You don't even know if you're going to get the product in the end. Goodness. Uh, And I I suspect this has also brought tipping into new realms. I mean, personally speaking, I've always tipped waiters and and people like that. But if I go in and buy an over-the-counter coffee, I I wouldn't have necessarily tipped the barista. But, But the suggestion to tip is now on transactions like that too. So a whole new tranche of you know, a lot of us would tip taxi drivers, hairdressers. We have a group of people we tip, but another group of people, semi-arbitrarily, that we don't we don't tip. This this has brought new people into into the tipping loop. 
Yes, it has. It has depersonalized tipping to a degree. So you're not necessarily tipping the, the server that you had. And with that expansion, you might be tipping people you've never met and people you never will meet, um, particularly in, in some of the large uh, chains. So it's, it's quite a different thing. And uh, yes, it might result in bigger tips and servers might be the ultimate beneficiary, but so-called tip theft by uh, various uh, managers is still rife and tipping is not necessarily a reliable way um, to reward people who, who, who served. And I think it's less reliable with the new electronic methods that they're using. Really interesting. Look, thank you for that as ever. That is Professor Brendan Kelly, their Professor of Psychiatry at Trinity College in Dublin and author of Asylum Inside Grage Gorman. Have you noticed this new tipping phenomenon, Shane? Mm-mm. It's tricky, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's funny how none of us want to tip, skip, tip, want to press, skip, tip because we feel mean. Yeah. But at times... But we don't even want to tip. But at times 25%. you're going, sorry, yeah, I'm not tipping. Like, it's, like it's, this isn't a service. I just walked up to the counter. Like, I know. So why am I... Tipping? In the States, if you walk up to a, a self-serving grocery counter, you know, like yeah. you can scan in your Tesco, it asks you if you want to tip. I don't know who you're tipping, in fact. And Yeah, and, and if Yourself. you don't, they'll probably chase you out of the shop. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.